The following is offered by Discerning Hearts, a 501c3 nonprofit Catholic apostolate dedicated to spiritual formation through the use of new media. To download this selection, or to browse hundreds of other programs, or to contribute to our mission with a charitable donation which is fully tax-deductible, visit our website at discerninghearts.com. Good morning, and blessings to you on this Saturday after Ash Wednesday. It's going to be a beautiful day here in Omaha, and I hope it's going to be a beautiful day wherever you are, too. The uh, Gospel reading that we hear this weekend for the first Sunday of Lent is uh, St. Matthew's description of the temptation of Christ in the desert. Um, you know, he goes out to the desert and he fasts for 40 days, and after that he's hungry and the devil comes and tempts him three times. You all know the story. If you don't, go to Mass this weekend, you'll hear it again. Anyway, um, in thinking about this uh, passage and thinking about the temptation of Christ in the desert, uh, I was reading up on some things. came across a beautiful little meditation on it by um, one of my personal favorite saints, St. Thomas Aquinas. And um, I'd like to read it to you. It says this, It was by Christ's own will that he was exposed to temptation by the devil, as it was also by his own will that he was exposed to be slain by the limbs of the devil. Had he not so willed, the devil would never have dared to approach him. The devil is always more disposed to attack those who are alone. Because, as is said in sacred scripture, if a man shall prevail against one, two shall withstand him easily. That is why Christ went out into the desert as one going out to a battleground, that there he might be tempted by the devil. Whereupon St. Ambrose says that Christ went into the desert for the express purpose of provoking the devil. For unless the devil had fought, Christ would never have overcome him for me. St. Ambrose gives other reasons too. He says that Christ chose the desert as the place to be tempted for a hidden reason. Namely, that he might free from his exile Adam, who from paradise was driven into the desert. And again, that he did it for a reason in which there is no mystery, namely, to show us that the devil envies those who are tending toward a better life. We say with St. Chrysostom that Christ exposed himself to the temptation because the devil most of all tempts those whom he sees alone. So in the very beginning of things, he tempted the woman when he found her away from her husband. It does not, however, follow from this that a man ought to throw himself into any occasion of temptation that presents itself. Occasions of temptation are of two kinds. One kind arises from man's own actions, when, for example, man himself goes near to sin, not avoiding the occasion of sin. That such occasions are to be avoided, we know. And Holy Scripture reminds us of it. Stay not in any part of the country round about Sodom. The second kind of occasion arises from the devil's constant envy of those who are tending to better things, as St. Ambrose says. And this occasion of temptation is not one we must avoid. So according to St. John Chrysostom, not only Christ was led into the desert by the Holy Ghost, 
But all the children of God who possess the Holy Ghost are led in like manner. For God's children are never content to sit down with idle hands, but the Holy Ghost ever urges them to undertake for God some great work. And this, as far as the devil is concerned, is to go into the desert. For in the desert there is none of that wickedness which is the devil's delight. Every good work is, as it were, a desert to the eye of the world and of our flesh. For good works are contrary to the desire of the world and of our flesh. To give the devil such an opportunity of temptation as this is not dangerous. For it is much more the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, who is the promoter of every perfect work, that prompts us than the working of the devil, who hates them all. That's from a little book uh, called Meditations and Readings for Lent by St. Thomas Aquinas. And I wholeheartedly recommend it to everybody. It's got little daily readings and things like that. But I want to talk about this in just a little bit. Uh, first of all, I want to clear up what the, he means there the, at the end there. When he's talking about an occasion of temptations not to be avoided. All he's saying there is that as we progress in the spiritual life and as we progress in holiness, the devil is going to try to tempt us to get us away from that. And Aquinas is saying, well, don't avoid holiness just to avoid the temptation. You see what I'm saying? But the thing I wanted to focus on, the thing I wanted to focus on is um, that bit there where he talks about how the devil prefers to tempt us when we're alone. The devil, he, he can overcome one, but two and then uh, three, no. So he tries to tempt us when we are alone, when we make ourselves alone. This is why we need the church. Okay, if we are going to overcome the, the uh, temptations, the, the wiles of Satan, we need others. We can't do it alone. There's a tendency, I think, in our day and age to think of the devil as weak, inferior, because he was conquered by Christ. He is weak and inferior and unintelligent compared to Christ. But he's way smarter than you or I. He knows our weaknesses. He knows our, our, uh, our, our things that we are attracted to, uh, or the, our, our occasions of sin. He knows how to present them in a package that looks good to us, just like he did in the Garden of Eden when he said to Eve, hey, go ahead, eat the fruit, go ahead, it's good, it'll make you like God's. Alone, we can't withstand him. We can't. We can try. But he's smarter than we are, stronger than we are. We need each other. This is why Christ came and established a church. He did not save us individually. He saved us as a people. We need each other. So in your Lenten practices, make sure that somehow, way, it includes joining together with other Christians. Mass on Sunday, bare minimum. How about Mass during the week? Can you, can you get to a daily Mass once or twice during the week? Or join others for the rosary? Pray as a family. That would be a really good one. Pray as a family. I like to think that, that part of what 
we're doing here with these little uh, 6 a.m. meditation thingamabobs. Well, actually, they're probably more of a doohickey than a thingamabob. But whatever they are, um, I'd like to think that part of what we're doing is, is um, connecting with each other and connecting in community. So, I have a suggestion. Since we're trying to fight the devil and we're trying to do this together, um, usually when I do one of these videos, there's any number of people who like it or comment on it. Hi, Chris McGregor. Uh, nice to see you. Um, she's already commented on it. Anyway, so let's do this. Um, whoever likes or comments on this, say an Our Father for the person just before you in the, in the, uh, the list, in the like list or the comment list, okay? Whoever the one is right above your name, say an Our Father for that person. Whoever's first on the list, say an Our Father for me. And then I will say an Our Father for whoever's last on the list. Let's get a, a cascade of prayer for each other going and say that Our Father specifically so that whoever it is you're praying for can resist the temptations of Satan today. This is going to tick him off. And I'm always for ticking off the devil. Okay? May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Happy Saturday, everybody.